0: 10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by 2 Summit Art. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit toSumitUp.co.uk forward slash 10-actions.
1: Hi there, Elaine Atherton here and thanks for tuning in to To Summit Up Pay It Forward podcast where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too, and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. Hi, everybody. Elaine here. I've got another fabulous guest with me today. And that is Dino Tartaglia, who's a business coach and who is one half of Success Engineers. So I'm sure I didn't do your name justice there, Dino. So how do you pronounce it properly?
2: Well, the the Italian, Elaine, is Italian um, because we mess around a bit with the vowels and what have you but uh, i've had all, all sorts from tagliatelle to ringgitoni to. so trust me t- tagliatelle is very very good <laughs> do.
1: it'll do for a first attempt oh well it's great to have you uh, have you with me today so obviously everybody's looking forward to hearing more about your business and what you do so i'm just really going to jump into my first question if that's okay so we've yeah. we've all got a reason why we start our business haven't we so what was yours
2: oh right that's a great question so uh I think like a lot of people, I'm kind of an accidental entrepreneur. Uh, I was a chartered electronics engineer. I did electrical and electronic engineering back in the day. Fairly fairly analytical, logical sort of chap and uh, worked all over the world, worked in many, many countries, all the continents almost Uh, and fell into contracting. And kind of got a taste for the independence that that brought. And then got into consulting quite early, actually. Way, way too early for actually the acumen that I had is the truth. I kind of blanked it. And, uh, and then um, out of the blue, an old uni mate uh, who was a Singaporean boy uh, set up a computing place in the brand new, what was then the brand new Sim, Sim Lim Square in Singapore. I happened to be in Malaysia and Singapore at the time. And he asked if I'd come and help. And uh, we, we I just did some process stuff on I'm, I'm uh, what was then just Six Sigma, but I'm a lean Six Sigma black belt, if any of the listeners know, business improvement, et cetera, amongst many other things. And I applied some of that thinking methodology to his business and just got a real taste for it and decided at some point when I got back to the UK that I was going to strike out my own and just become self employed So that's yeah. what, kind of where it happened.
1: Yeah, right. Interesting journey there. Absolutely. So so when people, you know, come to us and they spend their money with us, they're looking for an outcome um, or some sort of difference to be made in their life. So what can people expect from you?
2: Oh, um, interesting. So I think the first question that I ask myself when I'm sitting down with somebody, whether it's, you know, across a camera, if you like, online on the screen, or it's in person, is how can I how can, I, how can I make a difference you know, or help this person make a difference in their lives? What makes them happy? Mm. And I, I think that question is not asked enough in business circles. It's all about, you know, what, 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 what's the outcome going to be? Mm. How can I you know get a good ROI um, or how can I do the thing they've asked me to do? And I, I I'm a bit of a, uh, a bit of a so-and-so for just shaking people up a little bit and just saying, how's that going to help you? you, know, <laughs> well, why do you want that? Rather than just, Oh, absolutely. It's going to cost you four and a half grand. Like,
1: yeah yeah
2: Uh, so what people can expect from me generally is that I'm going to problem to think a little bit more so it's not going to be uh, I I tend not to rock up and just go absolutely I can do that I tend to go absolutely I can do that why do you want to do that if you don't ask it yeah
1: yeah no great isn't it challenges their thinking yeah because it quite often people sort of have this idea of what they want don't they but Mm. and it's sometimes it's based on what other people are doing actually which is not always the best either is it
2: do you mind if I, I, I just throw a little analogy? Of in. course, go on, yeah. yeah. So, so here, here's the, because really what we do at Success Engineers, what I do independently, and I'll talk about Simon, the other half of Success Engineers, mm. if that's okay in, in a second. Yeah. Because um, he's a, a real powerhouse sort of partner in, in that regard. We, we challenge people's thinking because, for me, it all starts and ends with with thinking more effectively. So we ask better questions. Better questions get better a- actions. Yeah. Better actions get better outcomes um, which is really what we're all after better outcomes better life better business etc it all starts there so um one of the, one of the things that i talk about is closing the gap between where we are and where, where we want to be and everybody does does it like this they might for example the business might be doing 20 grand a month for example mm-hmm. small consultancy or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and they want to do 50 grand a month so they go all right well that's straightforward enough i'm at 20 grand a month i want to be earning 50 grand a month that's a 30 grand a month gap so I need to close the, 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 the problem is so I'm not, yeah. you know, I need to, I need to find a way to make 30 grand. Yeah, The problem is that the gap is not the problem. So you're <laughs> trying to solve that by going after that and doing what I call a zero to infinity kind of quantum leap. Mm. The problem, um, oh, sorry, the gap is the symptom of all the problems that have led to you not making 50 grand a month right now. Mm. Um, and yeah, again, that's a conversation, but if that makes sense in terms of how we think, certainly how I think, yeah. start by deconstructing what it is that you're trying to do and figuring out what actually the root cause problems are. And then in a more linear fashion, uh, kind of going, right, okay, well, that, well, that's the first problem we've got to fix is this mm-hmm. problem, solution, put down a yellow brick, stand on that so it's nice and stable, next problem, solution, next problem, solution, and bit by bit, you build this yellow brick road that takes you from the 20 grand Yeah. Answer you're there rather than trying to do this quantum leap and trying to fix a lot of things that aren't actually the problem does that make yeah, sense
1: it makes perfect sense to me i'm really loving that way of thinking i love the yellow brick road um, analogy as well yes as long as you can yeah. wear red shoes of course
2: well yeah yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll, trust me i can really get into the wizard of oz kind of this stuff <laughs> i play a lot in that space
1: um
2: yeah but that, if if that if that helps the you know listeners sort of understand how yeah. to Simply, you yeah, know, complexity is the enemy. We're seduced by it. Yeah. It complexifying. Um, and simplicity is where it's at. And the problem, of course, is, as you well know, simplicity is bloody hard and complexity is really easy.
0: Yeah, it's
1: so true. And it's, I know we um often, well, you know, we're both quite sort of uh, out there on LinkedIn, aren't we? And I know we both use the overwhelm word often, mm. which, yeah, is is a is a challenge, isn't it, uh, for a lot of people. So. Have you got a great story someone you've helped that you um, you think yeah that was the story that yeah that really got me or the memorable one
2: yeah I mean probably not something that the you know, uh, in, in, in the annals of you know TED Talks would, would stand out but in terms of actually teaching me a lot of stuff about myself as much as anything else mm. um, you know that kind of I'm a big fan of radical self inquiry as one of one of my mentee uh, mentees uh, put, puts it which I quite like. Um, But also about um, helping clients in a way that was unexpected, and then building models, if you like, that we can then leverage, which is really what happened. I was out in uh, I was out in Singapore, and I had a gig in Kuala Lumpur, uh, where I I still have a place actually, which I never never see. But I was out in KL, Mm. and I was doing some work for a big mobile uh, phone operator. Sorry, a big telecoms operator at the time, and they were they were all over the place, um, really kind of problematic. Lots and lots of lines of communication, complexities everywhere, and one of the biggest issues that I found when I went in with the team was that they were um, they couldn't literally couldn't see the wood for the trees. So lots and lots of different calls coming in into customer service desks, and they didn't really understand how to root or handle them. So they were leaving that to the customer, and the customer was, as you can imagine, getting it wrong all of the time. Uh So we uh, we set up, uh, this hadn't been done before, certainly not out there, and it wasn't something that was happening in the UK. We set up pods and um, we started to put little pods of expertise and then gradually cross-train people so that they, they, they got frontline staff who could then filter the calls that were coming in and direct or um, go for first contact resolution or single contact resolution. And that went through the roof, actually. we, we, uh, we, we uh, Single contact resolution. We ended up with something like 72 73% when they were getting, you know, like 10 or 11%. Wow.
1: Mm. Um,
2: but the mechanics of what we put in place, I then brought back and dropped into Orange at the time. Do you remember them?
1: Yeah, um, I do. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and did some work in the UK um, way, way before they acquired t mobile and became EE mm. um, uh, to, to great success. That was the before France Telecom bought them. I don't know if I can say this publicly, and they went to hell in the handbasket, but pretty, it's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Um, but the, the, it's just the culture was great. It was a great company. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I learned a lot about myself because I walked into that situation in, in, in KL, Elaine, with a lot of preconceived notions and assumptions. Right. And started. But what I, what I did, which I hadn't done before, I was quite young, um, was I started talking to people on the ground as mm. opposed to the management
1: mm-hmm. and finding
2: out what was actually going on. And the gap at the time, this for me was a revelation. The gap between what I was being told was going on and what the issues were, uh, and the gap uh, with the uh, what was actually happening on the ground, and also how the staff felt about that—most yep. of the man and woman just wanted to do a good job for the customer. Yeah, um, the gap was huge,
1: yeah. and
2: I, I, I kind of learned then the, the the sort of art of bearing in mind there was Six, Six Sigma, mm-hmm. uh, Six Sigma guy, so really I should have known all of this. But these these are what we call in Six Sigma defects, right? Uh, and, and friction in the process and I would found this but what I hadn't done was factor in the human element of it mm. I don't think you get something you might do now but you didn't get with Lean Six Sigma but you didn't get back in the day it's all very transactional yeah. so I kind of learned to listen reconcile and then to you know upskill kind of in terms of communication so I could actually talk to both I don't want to say levels but you know both yeah and-
1: but that connection together, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Um, get that. That's
2: a great yeah. story, isn't so it? It, Be- it, was tra- it was transformational in that
1: regard. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I can relate to a few of those situations where you, you're you the facilitator between the two. I've done that and I absolutely love it. You just think it's just amazing how we're looking at the same thing, but we're not seeing it the same way here. <laughs> and, <Great work. laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. very productive though, isn't it? I mean, it can make take massive strides from those types of situations yeah definitely so what about then when we start a business we wear many hats don't we do know you know some we love some fit as well some don't so which is the one that you think oh yeah that bit's not for me
2: <laughs> oh that's an easy one I think it's the, the you know we, we took me a long time to come to, to come to this realization but we help Predominantly, although I help all manner of businesses, because I'm used to the problem, not the demographic, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. But the, the area of specialty, if you like, uh, these days, because predominantly online, is helping coaches, consultants, creatives, and um, a broad spread of service providers mm. to build, build a thriving business around being brilliant at what they do, so yeah. they can get closer to what matters most to them. What I see in the marketplace is that most of these guys uh, love doing the work they love to do, Mm. which is the technician in Michael Gober's uh, terms, and certainly what I call it. Um, so they do what we all pretty much do, show up wearing, uh, I tend to call it the wrong trousers. With a doff of the cap and a tug of the forelock to uh, Wallace and Gromit on that one. <laughs> um, but, but kind of that's, that's how it is. Uh, and, and not being the, the, the you know, kind of, uh, Keith J Cunningham calls it the artist. Um, And I kind of like that actually, you know, it's all creating stuff. We love doing that and we don't want to do the accounting and the the managing the team and the management stuff. So for me, yeah, I I fell prey to that and still do, to an extent still do. So I do not like uh, lead generation. I do not like um, everything up to the sales conversation. And I find in our market, it's exactly the same. Nobody wants to get into that space, even though Jay Abraham said, and I hope will forgive me for paraphrasing but if you're in business you're automatically in sales and marketing it's true yes but we, we avoid and you must know this absolutely you're a, you're a cold <laughs> we don't want to do it we love having sales conversations with people who are warm and friendly yeah but try to go out to the cold market and find our people and repel the people we don't want all that stuff i have to say considering i've built some you know lives like national level business you know done business development and built national uh, yeah. Networks for organisations. Um, bizarrely, I don't really like it. It's just, <laughs> that's just the straight and long answer to your question. If I could just get on and do the work and help transform yeah, you know, like like bringing about a transformation with people, and yeah. yeah, think both like, which is where the light bulb comes on. Yeah, somebody. exactly. I, yeah. I just, I'd, I'd be, a, I'd be a very happy man.
1: Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's so interesting, but it's quite refreshing. It'd be refreshing for people to hear that because you know small business owners definitely feel that way and that, you know they think they're on their own actually i think you know 90 you know nine percent of them feel like that which is you know why i do what i do because it doesn't it doesn't need to be done as if it's a pushy salesy thing or anything like that so it's finding the way that that's that's right for you and that you know the great news is the person who's sitting in front of you doesn't want you to be like that either <laughs> so
0: no, that's a really good point
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, all oh, good. That's good. Um, so one piece of advice you'd give to anybody starting a business now, what would that be?
2: Uh, that, that's a really simple one. It's the one I'd give to myself if I was starting again, which is get a great coach.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we avoid this. You know, we think it's a cost and quite mm-hmm. often the sunk cost because you know, it may well be, God knows I've had plenty of these, mm-hmm. um, you, know, you get it wrong. Because you, you, either they don't understand what you need, and the, but they take the money, or you don't understand what you need um, and you've got the right person, but you're just not ready to take the right action. Yeah. So you sign up for stuff um, and you might get somebody who just can't you know, help you do what you need to do. But the truth is, if you get a great coach uh, and maybe a mentor and certainly a good network, you know, um, mm. then that would be, yeah, I mean, that would have catapulted me, um, probably saved me, I don't know, maybe seven to, seven to 10 years of mm. pain. Yeah. If I had somebody just to say, why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, how do you consider this? And what do you really want? Yeah. Um, and have you realized that that ladder that you're climbing is it's is a great ladder but it's against the wrong wall Get down and move it
1: yeah so I I love you. that one I know you've used that before on a post I absolutely love that you, you know you, you're climbing the right ladder but you're putting it up against the wrong wall that is so true how many times have we done that you've got something and you think this is amazing <laughs> and you're either talk, you know well you, you talk to the wrong people aren't you or you're just heading in the wrong direction with it but I love that so good so good So what about business books or podcasts or things that you, you know, you look at and tap into?
2: Yeah, Uh, well, this is where I'm going to give a shout out to my uh, gloriously wonderful business partner, Simon Hartley, who's a a, a dear friend. So Simon is uh, Simon has worked in elite sport and with elite adventurers and latterly with world class entrepreneurs um, for uh, 20 odd years now. Probably getting on for that, actually. He's nearly 50 um, so we've been friends for a long time. I, I was sponsoring a player at Newcastle Falcons Rugby Club a Newcastle home, um, many years ago, and he was a young, fresh-faced sports psych, when he kind of walked up and I, and I met him. Um, I have disappeared off out the country, travelled the world, did many things, came back uh, many years later, But about five years um, ago it was, and we bumped into each other, we hadn't spoken for ages, and by then he was, uh, I think, a six-times published author right. uh, and an in-demand keynote speaker and a world class authority on world class mindset, which is mm-hmm. pretty much what he does. Yeah. So we decided to build a business together because I had a look at I read one of his books, which I'm gonna mention in a Yeah, yeah. And said, mate, we gotta get this out to a wider audience. I know exactly the audience that needs this desperately, and they don't know, which is the small business market. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the listeners may have read or heard of um will it make the boat go faster? Yes. In the same mentioned- thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I would suggest. Humbly to those guys, um, because Simon and I both know them, and they're both and they're all great people. This is more effective, and the book is a very, very short read called Two Lens of the Pool. It describes Simon's experience with uh, a young chap at the time called Chris Cook, who was a uh, not even in the top five in Newcastle for swimming. He's a hundred meter breaststroke swimmer, and by the time they'd finished with this methodology that's described in the book, which they stumbled across. Mm. Uh, Chris was had become not literally having failed his initial trials to get into the regional swimming squad at 18 by the time he retired I think 28 he was the seventh fastest man in the history of his sport double Olympian double commonwealth gold using this mechanism Mm, and it was about clearing the clutter and just simplifying and more importantly learning what your job description is what you're there to do in the simplest possible terms yeah putting some metrics in place and then yeah. doing that with your entire team. And that's really what Two Runs to the pool is. I would recommend that to anybody.
1: And what's Simon's surname again?
2: Simon mean, is Hartley, like the jam. All right,
1: funny. Simon yeah. Hartley. I'm looking say that. Fantastic. Sounds, sounds good. And again, all about the simplicity, isn't it? Okay, fantastic.
2: The most difficult work we do, thinking and simplifying in business.
1: Yeah, no, very true, very true. Um, so... Can you believe it we're on to our um, final question now which is about paying it forward to somebody that's helped you supported you along the way and who who are they and why would you like to thank them
2: okay i think i mentioned when we we spoke about uh we spoke about this um that um i'd, I'd like to give a nod to jim Rome. simply oh, yeah. before, although he's no longer with us uh, sadly a wonderful wonderful chat because I, I spent a lot of time with jim jim my class as a mentor we're very very blessed Uh, And just a fabulous thinker, Uh, very very much a business philosopher, but also not afraid to just be blunt and give hard truths. And I've Mm. learned that because I'm quite blunt. Um, (laughs) But to do it with kindness, I got that from Jim. So um, I'll give a nod to him. The the person I want to pay it forward to who's still with us is Simon. Simon runs a business called Be World Class. Uh, Worth checking out his YouTube channel. Yeah. Lots Lots of stuff that we've done together and he's done on his own. Um, world-class teams for the guys who are listening who've got teams mm. will be a revelation for an awful lot of people. Simon spent an awful lot of time in sports, whereas you can imagine you know, getting the team right is critical. And yeah. I think if we were building a team, we'd all kind of like to build a team of all blacks. Simon mm. kind of understands how to do that. Or, right. for example, a Formula One pit crew, which he studied. How does that work? How can you get that efficient? And how can you get that kind of team spirit? Mm. So um, I want to um, just it forward yeah to him, separate from success engineers his own brand yeah. and just thank him kind of publicly for being a great friend and a phenomenal business
1: partner oh gosh oh, do you think you'd be expecting that or he would be pleasantly surprised who knows oh that's fantastic simon hartley so dino people are going to be sitting here now listening to this at home thinking how do we get hold of him where are we going to find him so what platforms are you on
2: uh, OK, so if you've got a broad sense of humor, you'll find me on um, on Facebook. I can be a bit juvenile because, you know, uh, I'm nearly I'm in I'm about three weeks. Um, and I, I still think I'm 12. So, so, so if you want an irreverent look at life and business, then Facebook's the place to find me. You'll get an understanding of who I am far better. Uh, if you want um, ideas and insights, if you like, into business and how I think about business, that's LinkedIn. They're the two best places to come find me. I always say I don't know if this is true anymore, Elaine. Uh, LinkedIn shows you what people do, and Facebook shows you who they are. If it's not, yeah. and yeah. I don't know if that's still true because LinkedIn is changing, and I'm joining more than I used to. But um, if people want a, a rounded view, um, connect with me on both
1: yeah perfect perfect and the uh the links will be in the show notes too to that so people will be able to find you there as well so i should say at this point you're actually in poland aren't you currently
2: i am a place over in warsaw in the in the capital uh which is quite fabulous i have to say Uh, i'm looking out uh, right now uh uh, near blizzards we've got snow uh we've got a lot of snow um and it's quite cold but you know that's counterpointed by 28 to 32 degrees in the summer so it is nice
1: Yeah, perfect. Oh, well, Dino, thank you so much for being my guest today. I know everybody found that really interesting as I did myself. Yeah, lots of stories I'm sure you can share, but thanks for uh, sharing a snapshot of, um, of your journey with us. Thank you very much for being my guest.
2: It's been a delight. Thanks very much.
1: You've been listening to Elaine Atherton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10-minute audio book called 7 Things Accidental Sales People Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www.news.com summitup.com
0: 10 minutes 10 days 10 actions is brought to you by two summit up expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured bite-sized way for only 97 pounds Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit
2: uk forward slash 10 dash actions.